0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,749. Today, we are going very fast with a three-time NHRA Top Fuel World Champion. Hold on. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration.
1: So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah!
0: Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Avon, Indiana, with a guy who likes to go and knows how to go very, very fast by the name of Larry Dixon. Larry, welcome to Cars Yeah! Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride?
1: I am. I think so. I got my Hans
0: device on and everything. (laughs) Well... Listen, for a guy who's gone faster than I probably have in a jet airplane, uh, I don't need to, <laughs> need to ask you if you're buckled up and ready for a fun ride, but it's really an honor to have you here. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, as if you need one, I want you to share one little thing with me that most people don't know about you, which may be a little hard because you're a public figure. You've been out there for so long.
1: Oh, gosh. Uh, probably the amount of time that I spent on the road. It's it just the opposite. I like being able to spend time at home just yeah. to be able to catch my breath. So if, if anything, maybe that.
0: Just being at home. Well, boy, last year and continuing into this year has kept all of us at home. <laughs> so I guess you got your wish, but it's a, a bad way to get a wish a wish uh, put together. But I've heard this from a lot of guests that being at home has given them a, a new perspective on life. And for a guy who spent so many years on the road Maybe you can share real quickly before I give you a proper introduction here. How has being at home and somewhat being locked down with COVID given you a different perspective on what life could be like?
1: Well, I, I think the first couple of months was, uh, and I'm in Indiana. So obviously every state has got different protocols on how, how we lock down and, and handle this pandemic. But, but ours, you know, our state of Indiana was locked down pretty, you know, pretty good uh, for the first couple of months last year. Yeah, And so, uh, that part of it was it actually was nice from the standpoint of gathering the family actually having dinners playing uno after <laughs> dinner at, at the dinner table some of that stuff that just didn't take place if you know, we weren't forced to be at home and yeah, yeah. you know i'm going to say towards the end of may our state opened up and you know restaurants and gosh even movie theaters just opened up in the last month or so you know, basketball, you go to Pacer basketball games now and, and just, uh, just about every, it's supercross is even going tonight and it's open to the public. So, wow. um, it, you know, our, again, our state's probably a little bit, you know, open probably because of the population. Like you, you know, obviously there's a lot more people on the West Coast than in the Midwest here. And, yeah. and so our, our state's kind of, uh, calm and and uh, um, we're, we're getting to enjoy things. Uh, Got to wear a mask everywhere, but but beyond that, it's uh, business as usual now.
0: Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. And what a, a nice treat. The silver lining of this COVID is is spending time at home with kids and family. Yep. And yeah, if you, you can, if have some other extended family in the home that's safe uh, is certainly worthwhile. That's great to hear. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. And we're going to dive into what you're doing these days. Larry Dixon is a legend in the sport of drag racing, and a three-time NHRA Camping World Series Top Fuel champion he earned those accolades in 2002 2003 and 2010 the second generation top fuel racer is the second winningest top fuel driver in nhra history with 62 that's right i said 62 wins larry started as a mechanic for larry Miner and that guy named don the snake prudhomme he used to build models of his cars back when i was a kid uh, before beginning his top fuel driving racing career back in 1995 when he started driving for don prudhomme. Dome. He was named a rookie of the year that year and captured his first of four U.S. national titles. In 2020, Larry was nominated to the Motorsport Hall of Fame of America. Congratulations. Larry is now a brand ambassador for Stan 21 Raceway North America, coordinating with the drag racing community in the company's impressive 50-year history, safety of products. We'll be back in just a moment to talk more with Larry, but first. A word from our sponsors, so keep the seatbelts on, keep your earplugs in. It could get loud today. We'll be right back. Our pets are part of the family, but they can be very hard on your vehicle's interiors. Do you have a pet in your household that loves to go for rides? Covercraft offers a wide variety of solutions to protect your vehicle's interior from Fido's rough treatment. Canine cargo area covers are padded for comfort and provide door-to-door protection. Pet pads have built-in features and keep cargo areas and your seats protected. Covercraft's quality pet solutions cover cargo areas bucket or bent seats and protect from damaging claws pet fur and hair mud moisture and drool from permanently damaging your vehicle's interior surfaces choose from a variety of styles and covers for almost every vehicle made and i've got a deal for you cars yeah listeners are going to get 10 percent off if you use the code YAH21. That's yeah 21 that's y-e-a-h-2-1 simply use the code yeah 21 at checkout at covercraft.com covercraft protecting the things that it move you, American Collectors Insurance. That's how I now protect my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my Orange Crush. Are you insuring your classic vehicles on your regular daily driver auto policy? Then your special vehicles are at risk. Your regular auto insurance carrier won't tell you how much you'll get until after a claim and more than likely you'll be in for a rude awakening. With a agreed value policy from American Collectors Insurance, you'll be paid your vehicle's full agreed value. No surprises. If you're driving your collector car less than 5000 miles a year, do what I did. Call American Collectors Insurance and get your very own agreed value policy tailored to your specific vehicle. If you're like me, you're picky about who works on your special ride. A great policy allows you to choose your repair shop of choice, and that means you'll know the job is done right. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collector's Insurance. They've been protecting vehicles since 1976. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI. Yeah, that's 866 224 9324 and protect the ones you love. I did at American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, Larry, we are back. And as we continue on what I'm going to call a bit of a journey of your life and catching up with what you're doing these days, is there a success quote? or a mantra, some kind of saying that's taking you through your career that serves you well, I like to say it's a nice way to get the inspirational tire smoking. And you know about smoking tires, so Larry, take the wheel.
1: It's not an original line, but but it was a line uh, I think Roger Penske's used with all his uh, racing teams and probably all of his, all of his businesses. But uh, effort equals results. Yes, I love that. You know, right down to like uh, you go to a, an event somewhere with with uh, and you look at the Penske operation. You could be over at hospitality and they have the pit scooters all like all lined up with all the handlebars turned in the same direction, (laughs) all uniform in a row. And it's like, it's just the scooters. But it's like if they spend that much time and effort away from the cars, can you imagine how the cars are? And and it's really just about putting in the effort. And if you keep putting in effort, you absolutely will get the results.
0: Well, I love that quote too. And Roger and his business and what he's done in every respect, I hold in awe. And let's dive into how that efforts equal results carried so well for you in your career because obviously you must have followed that format because you have a career path that is over the top. I want you to take us on kind of a quick walk through your life. It could take hours to get through what you've done, but (laughs) I mean, it's amazing, but I kind of want to start at the beginning and the fact that you worked for Don Prudhomme and I mentioned, I used to build models of his, the snake funny cars when I was a kid. I mean, I still remember that. And Alana Sher just wrote a great book about Don that just came out. She was a guest a couple months ago. So kind of walk us through that beginning and what you got you into drag racing. I know your dad had a big influence on that in your life. And then we're going to move forward into what you're doing today. And I want to talk a little bit more about Stand 21 because even... Steve Marzot, who's been a guest here on the show, who started that fabulous company, is so keen on keeping racers and people safe. I've worn his suits when I race vintage cars. So let's go back to the beginning here, Larry. Drag racing. Holy cow. Uh,
1: Yeah, really, I don't know. I honestly can't remember a year of my life without having drag racing in it as far back as I can remember. Uh, My dad raced top fuel cars. Uh, in the 60s and 70s and ever, like I said ever since I can remember we just go to the track and you know there's days I can remember my mom picking me up from school and and we're heading to the to the local nitro meet going on and I grew up in southern California and they had a lot of race tracks back in the you know the early 70s you know with a, a lion's drag strip in an orange county and Irwindale and such and it oh, seemed yeah. like you know, if we weren't racing every weekend, it was every other weekend. I mean, a, a road trip would be to Northern California or something to Fremont or, uh, Sacramento or Sears Point, something, something like that. So, uh, really that, that's where I got the bug from. And it's just, you know, no different than a, you know, Alancer Jr. or Dale Earnhardt Jr. I, mine's, you know, really the same thing, growing up at the track and wanting to grow up and be like my dad. And so, you know, as I got older and, and, uh, graduated out of high school and and I was able to you know get get some uh, a job working on the pit crew uh, of, of a few different teams like Larry miners and such and then you know ended up at, at, at snakes uh, working on his funny car and that was uh, never been around funny cars before his and and that was uh, that was a blast and it really gave me a newfound love for the for the funny cars and you know and then he switched over to dragsters and and stayed there and he did that for about four or five years before he retired, licensed in his car. Not that I just jumped in a top fuel car. I did a little bit of um, alcohol dragster racing on the side, away from crewing and, and really learned how to drive a car, you know, 200 plus miles an hour and stuff. And then uh, the opportunity came about to, to license in his car, licensed and and uh, went well and took that the to Miller Brewing Company. And we had a relationship with you know miller miller beer for a dozen years so that's really kind of how i got the start and got got you kind of fairly caught up yeah to,
0: uh- <laughs> <laughs> to, to what you're doing you know i have a lot of people on this show who are business related we talk about business entrepreneurship and the importance of mentors and working around people that help guide you i would assume working around snake and and minor and these guys what a way to teach you the business, along with your father.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I went through a Dale Carnegie course very early on in my life, and they used uh, Lee Iacocca as an, uh, a great example of him being able to turn around the Chrysler brand. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because he knew how to build a car better than anybody else in the business. It was he knew to uh, hire very talented people and, and bring them in and, and, and help the cause. And you don't necessarily need to take all the credit as long as, you know, the, the, the success. you know, you end up at the finish line, the winner. And, and, and so for me, it was, yeah, I, I picked, I've had my mouth shut and as much as I can and my eyes and ears open and, and, you know, guys like my, you know, my dad for starters, uh, um, you know, drawing the love for the sport, but obviously, you know, working around a guy like Don Prudhomme for 20 years, you're going to pick up a ton. Bernie federley that was a crew chief uh, at Larry Minor, showed me how to build short blocks and degree cams. And I mean, it was, and Dick LaHaye and, and just learning how to race and, and to be able to win championships. And it and just, you, you're picking up pieces from everywhere you go. And it's like, if and if you, <laughs> you know, I, I, somebody said, that's why God gave us, two ears and one mouth you
0: You took the words right out of my my mouth here because two (laughs) eyes and two ears use them twice as much as you use your mouth and you'll do a lot better yeah nice job
1: (laughs) just and and be humble enough to know you don't have all the answers and 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 to be looking at other people and and that's what i've tried to do and i've had a lot of people that i've looked up to and you know throughout my life and it and it really hasn't changed i mean i still in in the same way. I mean, I don't know how you grow or progress if if you're not constantly evolving and learning. And I certainly don't have all the answers. So it's like you you have your circle of people that you talk to and and help you along. And, you know, so far, so far, it's, it's worked for the Last 54 years.
0: Yeah, I think so. Just a little bit. <laughs> you know, listeners, this is a golden nugget here that Larry's dropping on you. Surround yourself with powerful people the best that you can mentors, guidors, guidees, whatever you want to call them, people that can help you along and listen to them. And lots of times you don't have to reinvent the wheel. They will help guide you the way. And it kind of is a nice segue into this new role you're playing as ambassador for Stand 21, the founder of Stand 21, Eve Mar- Marzo Morzo. He was a guest on my show some time ago, and I'm familiar with their brand. I mean, his whole brand is built around safety, keeping drivers safe. That's what started it for him, being at tracks and seeing drivers get injured and not having the right safety equipment. So tell me about this role you're playing as ambassador for Stand 21 and how important that is to you, having come from racing. And I've got a picture that I'm going to put on Larry's show notes page on the Car Show website of a I'll say an incident because I'm not going to call it a little incident <laughs> that you had that I go, holy cow. Yeah. So let's talk about Stan 21, what it means to you.
1: Yeah. M- most people would get, give that a holy cow. And for me, that's just a bad day at the office. Yeah, no. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Very bad day. Yeah. I, but, but, that scared me, that picture, because I see the front of the car basically gone. And I think immediately of your legs and your feet. And it's like,
1: oh, my gosh, that must have been frightening. It, it looked. Worse than it was, you know, to be able to go through something like that and walk away. But it's really all the the safety products and everything, again, having an open mind. And you don't necessarily want to go through incidents like that, but you look towards the safety to take care of you when bad things happen. That's why cars are installed with airbags. You don't use them every day. Right. but they're there just in case you need them so it, it, it's the same thing and um there there was a uh on track and i'm going to back up a little bit before i talk about the ambassador yeah there was an incident in our sport where we, we lost a driver and uh, the the driver's helmet had split had cracked and it was a legal helmet but just because it's legal doesn't mean it's the best or to be able to take care of you and and so our team at the uh that i was on at the time we reached out to eves because he'd been to the track and wanted to get involved in drag racing but our drag racing products are really purpose built for it's very sports specific from that standpoint what necessarily works in indycar or vintage or formula one does not and will not work in drag racing you know the the fires that we're involved with are much more volatile um the the speeds that we run and the g-forces that, that we deal with are so much more than i mean you know our cars don't go just 200 miles an hour they go close to 340 miles an <laughs> it's hour it's insane yeah it, Incredible. So, so it's different and we see fires you know not i'm not going to say often but we see them it's yeah. not a once-in-a-lifetime thing. That's, you know, I, I mean, I've literally had driving suits burn through layers. And, okay, that just kind of ha- – I've had the, me- the paint melt off wait, of my helmet. Wait a minute. You just said, okay, down. that
0: kind of happens. Okay, yeah, my suit just burns up. That kind of happens.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay. I had, the, had the, the paint melt off my helmet to the point where it ran down the helmet. Wow. Like th- Those are some of the situations that you're in. Yeah. But it's like if you're in great products – It protects you you don't panic about it. Yeah. And, and it's, I, I, I probably sound nuts for even saying that. And some people do think I'm nuts, but I'm not. It's like, I'm very comfortable in my environment, mm-hmm. but I, I have such a belief in the products that I wear and use. So we, we, we got, we made a phone call to ease, showed him everything we got, the, some of the things that we wanted to improve on. And, and literally we didn't see him for six months. he came to our first test of the following season with, everything. Uh, The driving suit, the shoes, the gloves, the helmet, everything. He he already made the Hans device. Uh, You know, they manufactured uh, the Hans device for literally everywhere else in the world but North America. And that's to do with patent rights and such. And now it's opened up to where he sells the Hans device as well for, for North America. But like literally everything and everything was perfect right out of the gate. And it fit nice. And it had the numbers, as far as the data goes, on the safety, just levels above what we had. The helmets; it's not just a Snell rating, but they have an FIA rating, wow. which is what Formula One uses, and it's really hard to get a a helmet to pass for Formula One, yeah. and Eve's helmets do. And so uh, it was; it was really just from there, and so I just became, uh, you know, a really strong voice with you know my fellow competitors and stuff hey you know like these products you know not only they're nice fitting but it's it's a safer product and it kind of snowballed from there and and so that was that started in 20 end of 2010 Mm -hmm. so i've been wearing their products ever since and then the, the this last year or so he's had different people, uh, working for him, maybe not to the best of their ability and maybe not proper representation of the company. And it was like, I, we, we talked at the PRI show about a year and a half ago and I was like, hey, they were, he was looking for somebody to, to be able to do the, the NHRA. And I'm like, I can do this. Because <laughs> it, it, and he's like, really? You want to do that? And I'm like, yeah, because it's like, I believe in it. It's like, I, I want my friends like I, I want to see my friends at the end of the day. Right. I mean, I, I don't know how to say it other than that. And it's like I believe in the product, and it's not like I'm selling snake oil. This is like, you know, this stuff works. Not only does it work, I've tested it all. Yeah. It it it's it's the, so it just I think it, it, it worked really well, and it's I'm if you can't tell, I'm very passionate. Yeah, just uh, a little bit <laughs> uh, uh, about it, and it's yeah. uh, and it's really maybe. Hard to convey. When I drive a car, I don't drive scared. I I drive confident, but I want all my products to be able to do the job for me. No different than an engine or, you know, the clutch or the tires or the crew, crew chief. Everybody, everybody performs it. And and to be able to be the best and continue to be the best, you have to be uh, surround yourself (laughs) with the talent and the the best equipment. And I feel that way about that's the way I feel about Stan 21s. So uh, for, for me, really, it was a no-brainer. I probably would have, we probably would have started it last, at the beginning of last year, but the pandemic hit. So we kind of put things on hold until, and, and you know, till, towards the end of the year. So I went to the Vegas race w- with the stand guys and just kind of walking around and, and letting them know that, you know, that their, their products are available and and uh, you know we can uh, make them more comfortable and 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 safer while they're racing.
0: Absolutely. For you listeners that missed my talk, it was back in 2015 that Eves was on the show. He was guest number 369. Larry's guest 1749. So it was a few guests ago. But you know you can go back and listen to my talk with him and hear the passion in this man's voice and why. He sincerely started this business, and you should go back and listen to him. It was a great show. You can find him very easily on the Cars website. Just click on the guest button and type his name in, Y-V-E-S, Eves Mirzo, M-A-R-I-Z-O-T, and you'll find him on the Cars website. Go back and listen to my talk with him because he's an absolutely fantastic person who really does care about what he does, and gosh, he's been doing this for a long, long time. Larry, I always ask my guests about a huge challenge. Now, you entered a career in racing. Oh my gosh, talk about a challenge that happens every weekend. But I want you to take us on a path here of one big one that really comes to mind, one that really tested you. And the reason I ask this is more about how you came out positive on the other end, what you learned from that. So take us on a little journey, maybe a little longer than a three-second run down a track.
1: Gosh, it, it, it seems like there's always uh, there's always a new challenge. It, it, it's life is full of challenges. I think not just maybe on track but off track as well. And 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 when you when you talk about that, uh, I and ask me that, it kind of it makes me go to cancer. I, I uh, in 2014 I got diagnosed with throat cancer. Oh my god! And. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Holy cow! Yeah, it it, it, it changes it changes your per- perspective on what you know competition is and and, and battling is and yeah. and, and yeah. such. It, it it's but using that same mindset, you know, being able to have surround yourself with the best people, making sure that you're with the right group to be able to take care of you and and to go in there. And uh, that was probably one of my bigger challenges and one of my bigger wins you know, because yeah. uh, I went, went through chemo and radiation. And that was through the the winter of 2014 and came out of it 2015. You know, a few months before that crash, you, you put up on the, uh, the the screen there. So um, again, it's, you know, that life can give you throw you all kinds of things to put everything in perspective. So but, uh, the, the battle itself, I'm just, uh, obviously very blessed. Uh, it, it definitely changes your perspective on life. Yep. So I, uh, um, just kind of forging ahead, you know, and, 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 and I guess once I went through it, I got back to the other problems that everybody else has in life. I mean, it's kind of, you, you, you move forward with that and it's like to, Right now, my wife is battling breast cancer. So, oh my gosh! Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Wow. So we we've been down this road. Our kids have been down this road. So it's a, and they understand the battle and and some of uh, life's challenges. But you don't uh, you don't quit. You don't say defeat. You, right. you fight and 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 you win.
0: Well, my mom, I'll, I'll give you this positive thought, is a 25-plus-year survivor of breast cancer, and uh I remember going through that, and that was 25 years ago when things were not as progressive and far along as they are today with medicine, of course, and everything. Let me ask you this. Uh, what's? It, it, I know there's a lot that goes on around this when you're fighting something like cancer, but for people that might be just experiencing this journey right now or with COVID or something that's life-threatening— What's one piece of thought and wisdom you can provide then that gives them some, I wouldn't say a fighting chance because it doesn't sound so good, but will give them some opportunity to rethink the position they're in versus a woe is me. You said the word fight. You go into these things fighting, just like going at the race. I'm going to win this. You have a mindset. You are going to win this weekend in the case of health issues. So what's one thing you could share that might help somebody going through this? <sighs>
1: The number one thing that I think I, is don't don't look too far out front. Don't look too far to the left or the right. Just if you need to make it daily victories, then make them daily victories. You know, if it needs to be, I need to just get through this week or th- this month. You, you know, if I and that's how I used to tackle racing and trying to win championships. It's you you literally take care of the run in front of you and do the best you can to your ability on that given run. Mm-hmm. And and that's in qualifying. And you got four qualifying runs and you stack those up. Then you just look at first round. Don't look at second round. You know, and then when you get to you just keep them small victories. And then you do that through the entire year. If you've done a great job, then it takes care of itself. But you can't win a championship on the first day. You might you might lose one the first day, but you can't you can't win one. So you just meet and make them small victories. And that's what I did with even my chemo treatments and stuff you know i had 33 of them and it's like oh my gosh that's it goes on for you know a month and a half and it's like okay just just one day just today that's all we're going to just get worry through about this day about. yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and and then all of a sudden it, it's behind us. So I, wow. that, that's how I would look at things.
0: Powerful advice you just shared there, Larry, and all of our thoughts and prayers to your wife right now, this uh, fight that she's experiencing as well. We're all wishing you and your family and her especially great success on beating this. Let's take a short break. We'll catch a little our breath a little bit here. And I want to come back in a moment after our sponsors here and talk about this passion that you have for racing and cars. So sit tight, everybody. I think some good thoughts for Larry's wife right now, and we'll be right back. Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the United States are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage right now. Skilled, qualified techs are in high demand, and we need young women and men to consider these careers as a viable path to a fulfilling life. I've interviewed hundreds of women in the automotive sector here on Cars Yeah, and I know that women make great techs. That's why I support the nonprofit TechForce Foundation and its Women Techs Rock initiative to ensure women see themselves in the profession, the industry and the workforce. Learn more at TechForce.org today. All right, we're back. I'd love for you to share a story, that pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a drag racer. Was there one defining moment, or was it a buildup of this whole life engulfed in racing?
1: (laughs) I I think for me, I always, you know, dreamt of driving. You know, ever ever since I was a little kid, I really didn't know how I was going to do that. My parents weren't really in the position to just hand the keys to me and I could go drive the family top fuel car or for the family business or any of that. So it's a, it's one of those things you need to figure it out. And I didn't have this grand plan at the time. And if I couldn't drive a car, the next best thing was be working on one and, and being on a team. For me, uh, that, that stuck with me for a, a long period of time. I d- tried to stay focused on that and see kind of where the path took me. I, I got some really good advice from Roland Leong uh, of the Hawaiian fame, uh, oh, yeah. you know, and uh, about uh, trying to work my way into the pros because it's like if you haven't driven anything, who's going to give you a shot? And it was really at that time you, you saw a few people coming up through the alcohol ranks and then working their way up into the top fuel. Yeah. You know, all the the, the Petrograd brothers w- would be uh, a good example. Pat Austin would be another one at the time. Oh, you know, yeah. Blaine Johnson and such. So, But he, he gave me a little bit of guidance on that, and I, I got hooked up and went and drove an alcohol car and did that and not, didn't do anything dumb in the car. But, but when I really felt that i made it ended up going back to work at snakes and then we got the sponsorship but it was like when i saw my name on his car (laughs) you know at that first race at the winter nationals of pomona in 1995 that was my first race going pro it was like wow that like i don't ever i'm never in a position to say hey look at me or anything like that but it was like wow like i made it you know that like (laughs) you, you, you give yourself about 10 seconds to say that and and uh that was it, just getting that opportunity to um to drive on the pro ranks brilliant
0: now you've driven a lot of very special race cars in your life. Is there one that really stands out for you i
1: have I have three cars in my race shop right now uh-huh I've got a regular top fuel car that I'm not on the n h r a tour Currently, but I'll I'll go and do like exhibition races or match races and stuff. A lot of that stuff will go on in the, in the Midwest at some of these tracks. I also have a two-seat top fuel car, you know, where I can actually give people rides oh, down the racetrack wow. in a top fuel car. Oh. So that that <laughs> and, and then I also have my car that I've had since just out of high school. It's a '66 Chevy two, and it's got a, a an lt four crate engine Corvette. Uh, corvette motor in it. and that and that runs nine seconds in the quarter mile and Whoa. 22 miles to the gallon i go on drag week with it and, and you know i could drive it from here to the west coast and back and it would actually get better mileage than my pickup truck that i drive
0: <laughs> now you said that's a 66 a chevy 2 basically yeah. the nova right
1: Yeah, 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 Chevy 2 Nova. My
0: first car was a 67 Chevy 2, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I loved (laughs) it, And and that was a kid growing up at the racetrack watching Bill Jenkins with a small block in the same class as the Hemi cars and beating the Hemi cars. And that's kind of where it taught me about weight per cubic inch and, and, and such. And then you can have a real light car and it can go real fast. And so, but each one of these cars, I could get in each one and have a ball driving it, like yeah. I mean, like actually, like really excited about driving it. Different reasons, yeah, but it's still exciting and it's still going down the racetrack. You know, the regular top fuel car goes, you know, three hundred and thirty miles an hour, and and you know, we still I still run quarter mile with it, and it'll Holy run four cow. and a half seconds in a quarter mile. Jeez. I've I've got this two seat top fuel car, and we'll give people rides only to the eighth mile, but it'll go zero to 250, 260 mile an hour in just over three seconds and I can give people that that ride and sharing that with those people and and their excitement and and to be able to do it, that's exciting. Then I got, I got, I got my, my little Chevy two that again, I've had since, uh, almost high school and I could sit in the staging lanes, you know, and turn on the radio and just wait my turn and then take that car and go down the racetrack with it and, um, yeah, and it's it's a ball. All three cars, different, um, different, uh, very different cars, but all still bring a, a great satisfaction going down the racetrack.
0: No kidding. Plus, with that two seater, you get to share the experience, which is what it's all about. I'll bet nobody's asked you this question, Larry. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifest as a vehicle, this isn't what you want to be. This is all your personal attributes, your history, your life wrapped up into what Larry you would be as a vehicle. What would you be and more importantly
1: why? Oh, boy, that's a that's that's a uh, good question. Great For, question. First
0: time ever, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what what I'd want to be, what I'd want to it be would be like a 49 Merc, you know, all chopped and channeled and lowered and all of that. And, yeah. You know, But, but But probably. This isn't what you want to be. This is, yeah,
0: yeah, your personality, who you are.
1: I would probably be a, you know, uh, a a Corvette right off the showroom floor. But not a, not a red Corvette or some bright (laughs) colored one. It would probably be white, just like, where, like, Speak as softly as you can, Uh but still you got all the muscle (laughs) under the hood to take care of business. There you go. You answered that well.
0: Yeah, I like it. All right. We're up to what I typically call the last lap, in your case, the last pass, uh, since you're not doing laps in those dragsters. (laughs) These are some quick questions which will require some very quick blips of that throttle answer. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits, Larry, that you believe contributed to your successes in racing?
1: (sighs) I, I, you're always thinking about the future. I, you're always thinking about what's next. Just, you know, what when you tackle something and you've done something with that, great. But, like, what's next?
0: What's next? If you could uh, have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive or racing industry, living or someone who's passed, who would it be?
1: Oh, boy. Um, I got to do this before, and and it, and it was uh, – I had a ball, and I would like to do it again. Yeah. Uh, at some point, it would have been uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr.,
0: uh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh
0: definitely. Yeah, I had his uh, daughter on my show, who of course runs uh, junior racing that team. A wonderful interview with her, but yeah, Dale Earnhardt that would be awesome. Now, when it comes to automotive advice or racing advice, what's the best advice someone offered you that worked really well?
1: I I would say um it, it came from uh Le Leong and it was just about just trying to do the things to to figure it out no one no one's gonna you know at least in my case or in most people's cases nobody just hands you shows you the golden path and it's like there's a lot of things you need to figure it out and if you want and if you want it bad enough you absolutely will figure it out yeah
0: now when it comes to resources we have so many these days is there a go-to for you this could be a website a supplier an app you use even a person in your life i'm gonna start it by saying stand twenty one of course
1: <laughs> yeah well it it uh stand, stand twenty one makes it so that when I come home from work that that my wife and kids still recognize me. <laughs>
0: you, so. you know, now there's a quote. Holy <laughs> cow, they should be using that on their uh, their advertising. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Eves. There's one for you. Uh, we'll just leave that right there. I think that's the best one I've heard all week. Now, <laughs> is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would really learn a, a lot from and enjoy?
1: Two, two books come to mind, and I, I don't know that I, – I think both of them are – extremely important in my life. Mm -hmm. One was how to win friends and influence people with Dale Carnegie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was written almost a hundred years ago, but it still applies. I mean, it's been rewritten and tried to be updated and all that, but it all still applies. Every, everything in it. it, it's in, in business, uh, and being able to be successful—that's that, a great one. And the other one, uh, "Rich Dad, Poor Dad." <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, uh, Kawasaki. Yeah, uh, great book. "Rich Dad, Poor Dad." Read that a long time ago, and it's a good catch-up book to bring back or
1: share with your kids as they get I, older. I, I, I just recently shared that with my youngest. Yeah. You know, and and uh, and it's neat to see the light bulb go on. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. With with that, so that, th- those are. Those are, you know, it's not racing books or, you know, but it's probably more life lesson type Uh, stuff.
0: Two great standby books. They're books that I go back to every year and pick up and reread, take parts out of, make notes and so forth. And they're books that I've shared with my kids when they went off to college and graduated and went off to life. So uh, absolutely great books to list. All right. We are up to the checkered flag here. Uh, In your case, uh, the end of the uh, drag strip. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car today, Larry. Something really fun to put in your garage. Uh, As my listeners know, there's a couple rules to this game. Since in this case, I'm the sponsor. I'm writing the check. You have to abide by my rules. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with or fund your kid's college education. Uh, I want you to drive it and enjoy it. Now, this could be something for the track or the street. Doesn't matter, but I want you to enjoy it. Not a garage queen, not a dust collector. Here's the hard part, though. It's the only one cool collector vehicle you can have. So you need to choose very wisely. What am I buying Larry Dixon today?
1: I'm going to go with the – I brought that up a little bit earlier. The 49 Merc. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Now, would this
0: be a car that is restored to originality or kind of a custom resto mod?
1: Oh, it would definitely be the whole SoCal (laughs) custom, chopped, lowered, all that. I'd want a four-door. Suicide doors, because it's, I, I, because, because I'm a family man now. You gotta, you gotta think of the the kids as well. But, but I want a, I want a late model power plant in it. I, I, I'd like the drivetrain out of a uh, Dodge Hellcat in, in it uh, as well. So it's gonna, it's gonna get great mileage, but it's gonna, it's still gonna haul the mail and it's gonna look the part too.
0: Yeah, I tell you, there's been some incredible restorations done by very famous people, those cars. Most of them are the two-door models, though, but the four-door would be kind of cool. There's one, I think it's by Larry Customs, called the Voodoo. It was kind of a blue-green color. Really, really crazy-looking ride. Maybe that's one I could uh, deliver to your doorstep. If you don't mind blue, it's kind of an aqua blue color.
1: Yeah sure.
0: <laughs> yeah sure yeah why not, yeah. mark bring it on yeah. over yeah so
1: you got so i'm going to ask you so you you your uh your list is 1749 uh, Larry, cars you i am so
0: broke from buying so many people cars <laughs> that when that big lottery came out a few you know weeks ago i thought wouldn't this be cool i could actually buy everybody the cars they want <laughs> uh, like most of the time when i waste two dollars on a lottery ticket my son says the lottery is a tax on the stupid I think he's the smartest one in the room yeah I didn't quite win I think I won six bucks so uh that that might be a little
1: matchbox (laughs) you haven't won yet
0: ah there you go you know I knew you would turn that into a positive that's why I wanted to have you on the show today Larry you have taken me on an absolutely spectacular very fast ride today what a wonderful mindset you have I want to thank you for sharing this incredible journey in your life with us today before I let you go could you offer us one little parting piece, as if you haven't already, a piece of wisdom and guidance before you drive off into the sunset with a whole family in that forty-nine Merc?
1: I, t- I touched on it b- before, you know, because I'll, I'll get people, young people coming up uh, in whether they want to be in racing or whatever, you know, what you know, how, how you become successful and you know this and that. I don't have all the answers. The one piece of advice that I can offer is: is if you want it bad enough, you'll you'll. Figure it out. You'll you'll absolutely f- find the way to do it. You know, some people have money, and some people have, can bring sponsors, and some people are born into it, and, and some people don't have any of it, but they have that desire. And as long as you have that de- desire um, and that drive, uh, you'll absolutely. Uh, Get everything you want out of life.
0: Well, and uh, all you've dropped so many golden nuggets on us today that are ways to do just that. So I appreciate that. What's the best way for yeah. people to follow along
1: with you these days? The best uh, place is, you know, the old standby is Facebook. Uh, you know, I post, uh, you know, what's going on with me there. And, and that would be Larry Dixon Racing on Facebook Uh, Instagram, Dixon top fuel and, and Twitter as well. Dixon top fuel. So that's, that's it.
0: I'll make sure I put, uh, links to those on Larry's show notes page. He also has a website, LarryDixon.com. You should go and check that out. And of course we'd be remiss here. The other thing you need to check out if you're involved in racing, you do any kind of racing is stand 21. I want to do a shout out to Yves and to Florian Lenore who set up this interview with Larry. Thank you guys. Stand 21. Boy, if you want to be safe in what you're doing, these are the guys to talk with. Listeners, you can find everything Larry shared today on his Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Larry Dixon, and his page will pop right up. Larry, hey, thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. I love all our listeners today. If you're into prayer, a little prayer for Larry's wife. If you're not, some good thoughts for Larry's wife as she goes through this battle in her life. Larry, until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road.
1: Thank you very much. Appreciate the time. You're welcome.
0: Did you know that Cars yeah is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Lipson, the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States? That's right. And Cars Yeah! is the only five-day-a-week automotive-focused podcast for you to get your message into the ears of thousands of listeners daily from all over the world. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars Yeah is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars Yeah has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars yeah! every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique, in very personal way, well I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at or through the website at Carsyad.com today to learn more. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars yeah.